Hello, and welcome to the Time Travel Murder Mystery Pretty Little Liars podcast. I am Benjamin Light. I am Marcus Sparks. And today we are talking about S1E14 of Pretty Little Liars, entitled Careful What You Wish For, with, oh, a, yeah, we with a capital U and a number four. Careful What You Wish For. This is one of my favorite episodes of the show. Really? I'm just going to start off by saying that, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The Arya stuff in this episode is hilarious. Oh my god. Arya is... She's like a magical creature in this. Let's uh, let's jump right in. It starts off with the girls watching the video that they just received in the episode before of Allison and Ian at the Kissing Rock and then Allison seemingly falls on the ground and like clenches some dirt and uh they're all pretty freaked out. I, I like that when Spencer's watching it, she says she doesn't even look scared. Yeah. And Hannah's really the only one that is like, well, maybe she's not being attacked there. Right. You know? <laughs> and Spencer's just like, what are you talking about? You know, like, cause, like Spencer doesn't want to acknowledge that. No, neither does Emily. Yeah, Emily's mm-hmm. freaking out. Um, so it makes you wonder if Emily and Spencer are freaking out. Does that mean that silently Arya kind of agrees with Hannah? Arya's probably just thinking about Fitz in this scene. You know? Yeah. Well, I feel like there's a very subtle undercurrent of like, uh, like y- you kind of know about it, but like if you really were to go back to the first season and look at it, Hannah is massively sexually frustrated. Oh yeah. <laughs> like Hannah probably thinks about sex more than any of the guys in this show. Yeah. Including Ezra. Um, Hannah's looking to get some, and uh, her gay boyfriend is not willing to give it up. Yeah, like Hannah's probably the kind of girl that like gets a little moist when she like turns a doorknob or something. Um, I found interesting that the, just for the theory's sakes, that uh, the first shot of the episode starts off really focusing on Arya, it moves across the girls' faces, and then it kind of pauses again on Hannah. Mm-hmm. And for a moment there, it kind of really focuses on Arya and Hannah's observing of the tape. Maybe means nothing, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's a lot more of our uh, our Arya and Hannah and Emily and Spencer, the you know two peas in a pod, same people kind of thing. But uh, then the opening gives way to some kind of like sinister French farce as Ian walks in. Ian walks in for a late night snack, just as they've like paused the video on his face. Yeah, and there are times when like seemingly like he has he's seen the video like he never he never gives a reaction that he's seen it he like saw the screen but like there are parts where he's standing almost but not quite facing the computer and you're like how would he not notice that you know boy like 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 he seemingly will like like turn in an unnatural way yeah so like magically he will not look at the monitor too yeah and he's super creepy like he's he's so condescending um yeah like he tries to like recruit Emily to be on his uh, field hockey team from the swim team, like just like he's standing there, like right in front of him on the on the thing as the uh, the the computer with his face facing you know away from him, and he's just like, oh, we could really use you on the field hockey team. It's almost like he's fucking with him, you know. Like that that's my read on the scene. I think he does see it. I think he's fucking with him. At which point, like if that's the case. We're not giving like Ian nearly enough credit because he's mm. a cool cucumber. Yeah, I'd be like, what would you girls? Well, there's all this tension in the scene, or they're all just like, oh my god, oh my god, he's gonna see it, and like he's just like, and he comes back and he's like, oh, forgot the salt, you know? Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, interesting enough though, that Spencer's on the field hockey team and he wants to recruit Emily mm-hmm. to join on the field hockey team. But, uh, yeah, so the girls, it's like, they're not moving nearly fast enough yeah. in a coordinated fashion to like close that laptop. Um, yeah, it takes wrote, Spencer forever to get over there. Yeah, I just wrote, again, the girls act as suspicious as possible. Yeah, he's basically like, like he's trying to make conversation. He even invites them back to the barn to watch a chick flick with him and Melissa, which is totally weird in itself. Yeah, and then finally it's just like, all right, I get it. I'm gonna leave, yeah. but then I'm gonna come back suddenly. <laughs> Wait, like he steps out of the door, uh, head back to the barn. Seemingly, like left the door open, mm-hmm. so he could just like sit there, like just outside the door, and like listen to everything they talk about. Because they immediately resume their conversation about him the moment he's out of like eyesight. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, yeah, I don't know how he couldn't have heard and or seen <laughs> everything, but he never really, he never gives off the impression he has, other than maybe that he's just he's having a little bit of fun with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. God, he's so creepy. He's just serenely creepy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then we, we go into the main episode. Do you want to do this by character? Yeah, because I swear to God, I just want to talk for two hours, but Arya's outfit. Yeah. Well, the, the basic setup of this episode is that there's a dance-a-thon at school, and uh, it's like where you, like, you know, however many dances you do, you get, like, pledges for per dance money. Um, so, of course, all the girls have to go to that. It's... The most ridiculous sounding fundraiser I can think of. It's so weird, I can only assume it's like a real thing, you know? Well, and so the start of the, during school, they're, they're setting up the auditorium or whatever for the thing, and then they're, they're actually there, of course, later on in the episode. Like, at first I thought, is this a President's Day dance-a-thon? <laughs> but apparently it's to raise money for a class trip to Washington, yeah, D.C. Which is why there's like this weird, like, like stuff where they have like cutouts of Barack Obama and like, I don't know it's a very bizarre theme you know yeah uh, so yeah let's start with Arya Arya's helping out like Hannah's supposed to be the one on like the dance committee or whatever that means but um Arya's having to do all the work because Hannah's injured or at least milking her injury yeah she's wearing like the ugliest thing ever oh my god it's like a it's a white shirt with a like a gigantic white shirt that's too big for her with a gigantic black heart on it and then like overalls like black overalls well no it's well it's like it's like crossing the line between like overalls and like uh like shorts with suspenders (laughs) like she's fishing like like fishing uh galoshes or something yeah she's got like a black (laughs) undershirt under that white shirt the giant heart seemingly is not like attached to the shirt. It's no, I think like that's something. on the white shirt. I think it's printed on the shirt. But I'm looking at this picture of it. It it extends past the shirt when because her white shirt is tucked into her shorts, and the heart extends past that, like downward. And like it looks like it might be on top of the suspenders. It looks like you, like you just cut out like a giant felt. I think it's beneath heart. the suspenders, but I don't know. It might be beneath. Either the way, suspenders. it's really bad look. But yeah, you just like cut out like a giant felt black heart and like glued it to your chest. <laughs> but like the way it's kind of situated, like if Arya was more busty, this would be like kind of like a like a bosomy top. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. And then she also has like weird, possibly feather earrings again of a different sort. Yeah, her earrings are. They look like. Uh... Like a Mexican tapestry hanging from each yeah. ear, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's like, 
don't get me wrong. I'm sure Ari Montgomery is like one of the hottest girls at this high school, but like, I feel like all the guys are going to be like, Aria, I cannot take you seriously <laughs> right now. It does make you wonder what the other guys think of Aria, you know? I don't think Aria gets a lot of male attention just because one, she's hot, so therefore she's probably not approachable, and two, she's just really weird. She'd probably be pretty intimidating, you know? Yeah. I mean, she but, hangs out with like the Queen Bee group. And she might be insane, you know? Yeah, she might be insane. And uh, this episode alone, Arya does not consider herself a child. <laughs> she does not consider herself like one of her own peers. Unfortunately, the world does. So uh, let's see what happens with Arya here. Ella shows up with uh, Arya's old babysitter, Simone, played by uh, Alona Tall, who played Meg Mannion on Veronica Mars, if anyone now, watched that show. Now a published author. Yeah. Two short stories in an online journal. Yeah, Simone uh, used to babysit Aria. Now she's a kind of a fledgling published author who lives in New York, living the that fast, crazy New York singles lifestyle. All the sad young literary girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, of course, Simone wants to come hang out at her old high school and uh, you know talk to Ella as and Aria. Yeah. As yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I like that she mentions that Aria kept a very intense journal yes. when she was in Iceland. <laughs> Yes. And then, like, Simone's, like, blowing some sunshine up Arya's ass about, like, oh, and you win the Pulitzer. I want you to thank me. It's like, don't encourage her. Yeah. <laughs> she has enough encouragement. Uh, yeah, Simone takes credit for convincing Arya to turn off the OC and turn on Wuthering Heights. Although, mm-hmm. Arya didn't actually read Wuthering Heights. She actually read The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Not, she didn't watch the movie. She, she read, read the it. Book. Cause that's that's the kind of person Arya is, yeah. And so then, Ella, like uh, Simone is there to like t- talk to people in Ella's class about like you know the working as a writer or something or other, you know. Uh, and then she's like, "Oh, we should have uh, you come talk to Arya's class too." And 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 then like just like it just occurs to Ella, like, "Oh, maybe I'll try to set Simone up with Ezra," you know, who is very single and very handsome. Yeah, and Arya's just like, "What the fuck." <laughs> Like she is so bad at hiding her jealousy. Oh god, yeah, it's it's and it just grows. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lucy Howe is doing some excellent work with Arya's reaction. She is shots. absolutely hilarious as in as Arya in this. Like her reaction shots are so funny. Uh, yeah, so then it's a Saturday, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh Arya as as being a good girlfriend, she's picked up two ginormous coffee cups and she's gonna go hang out at Ezra's apartment and she <laughs> she she knows that this isn't their deal because usually she calls beforehand but she's gonna surprise him yeah she's gonna surprise him. show up unannounced mm. and Ezra's just like what the fuck are you doing here in so many words I like that uh, after he like he like invites her in quickly and then like looks outside and like checks both ways yeah, yeah. Like, he's pretty creeped out that she's even there yeah and yeah. so she brought, uh, you know, coffee and pastry. But Ezra's like, right. Kind of had to go out on this, like, coffee date with Simone. Yeah. Because I can't exactly turn her down. Well, he could, but, you know. But he's not going to, yeah. And yeah. He's just read one of her stories, and it's really good. Really, really Which good. is like, oh, really, that's really like, that cuts right into Arya. You know, not only is he going out with some other chick, but he likes her writing. Yeah, yeah. The, the bastard. Yeah, mm-hmm. then I love that Arya's just like, well, I'll just wait here until you get back. I'll and clean your like, kitchen or something. And he's like, right. Why don't I just turn you around <laughs> and walk with you over towards the door? He's immediately like, um, there's nothing in my fridge. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, by the way, why don't you uh, count to 50? Yeah. No, no, no. Or they won't go out to 50. Yeah, he'll, he'll count, count to 50. 50. <laughs> so they don't leave at the same time. I love that she just, she walks outside, she's still holding the coffee that she bought, and she's like thinking like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah, her face is making sure to register how displeased she is at mm-hmm. that count of 50 remark. I do want to point out, it's not just her in this episode, all the liars have, like, that's one thing I love about the show is they have the most hilarious reaction shot faces, like, even when they're, like, kind of, like, at the edge of the frame, or they're not the focus of the shot, you know, like, they really act through the whole scene. Like I always enjoy like just watching their their expressions. You know, you even get it from um, Ashley Benson, who I would say, mm-hmm. uh, oddly enough, I feel like Hannah sometimes is the least emotive. Can um, be, yeah. But at times she's also like she's doing some very amazingly like subtle work. Um, yeah. So again, I, it's it's a this dance thing is a fundraiser for their clash of the DC. I keep thinking it was like a President's Day dance song. I don't know. So it's, still, it's the stupidest idea for a fundraiser I can, I can imagine. Um, so everyone's showing up. Byron stops. I feel by. like this fundraiser is very much like I would like I did not go to dances in high school. I would feel like uh, this dance was like like just, you know, not working to my strong suit here, you know? Well, at our high school, we had an equally stupid fundraiser where you had to walk around a track for 24 hours. But that's something everyone can do, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's equally stupid to me. Yeah, but there's less, like, social pressure on something like that. Benjamin Light did not go to dances in high school, except to take pictures for the yearbook. Were you a Lucas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, uh, Twice did my the... least favorite character. <laughs> did the Queen Bee keep asking you suspiciously to dance with her? <laughs> no, but we'll get to that. Um... Yeah, so a lot of the teachers are working the event. Ezra, uh, Ian will be there. Ella will be there. Uh, I find it interesting that Ezra seemingly works all these events. I don't think a teacher is required <laughs> for so many events as Ezra seemingly Ezra suspiciously for. always wants to work these events. And so does Ian now, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Byron stops by because uh, he got through a faculty dinner, which he goes to a lot of faculty dinners. Mm-hmm. And he volunteers to like work the snack bar, this thing. I kept thinking, like, is anybody allowed to just like come volunteer to school dance? I guess. I mean, it is a small town. Like, it's not. You get the impression that this isn't like the kind of high school we went to that was bigger and like not just anyone can walk up and say I'm a parent. Like they they like they know you, you know. I guess, yeah. Um, I mean, it's theoretically this is the kind of interaction you want with parents and teachers and whatnot at a school. You know, you want yeah. them involved. Um, so Arya's outfit at the dance is a lot. It makes a lot more sense. It's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a toned down pixie Sith Lord, you know. Yeah, yeah, a little little toned down pixie Sith Lord. Um, it's a, uh, it's almost a little too sexy. For, I think for high school. Well, she's got some competition for Meg Manny now, you know, who shows up to work the dance at dawn because Ezra said he was going to be there, and mm-hmm. Arya is way too shocked to see Simone she's like you don't want me it's like you're okay with me being here right and Arya's just like no (laughs) no I mean no it's fine that you're here yeah yeah so Ezra and Simone have a little chitty chat about their semesters abroad he went to Prague for a semester because they had absinthe yeah (laughs) I found that an interesting detail as well that he went to Prague specifically for the absinthe uh 
revealing that Ezra might actually be a man his age, mm-hmm. which we have yet to see so far in the show. Well, the great thing about all these scenes is Arya's like losing her shit. Is that Simone is watching Arya the whole time, which is great. Like she totally knows what's up with Arya there. Yeah. Well, yes and no. She doesn't quite understand the full details. She may not. She may not get that they're actually like together, but like she knows exactly where Arya's coming from, and she's not exactly respecting it. But good for her. She's not feeling bad about what about sticking to. Yeah. So as as Arya comes up to interrupt Simone's talk of Ezra, Simone effortlessly goes right into reminding Arya what a kid she was and like her stuffed animals that she had to sleep with on on the here's where it, it gets like just like stick the knife in uncomfortable she she points out that Arya used to always sleep with your stuffed animal between your legs so it's like she's like belittling Arya sexually at the same time you know yeah, yeah. and Arya's like uh it was between my ankles and fuck you <laughs> yeah exactly Arya's like five seconds from breaking a bottle and like shoving mm-hmm. it in Simone's face yeah um but yeah, then that moment, to me, like, it gets even more interesting because at one point, like, Arya storms off. Um, or no, she gets, she's, she's trying to get the, there's a coat check at this dance for fuck's yeah. sake. I can't believe it. there's no coat checks at dances at our high school. But, well, uh, we obviously went to the wrong high school. Yeah, Rosewood, Rosewood High School is where it's at. Oh, God, I would love to go to Rosewood High School. Um, for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so Esther's working in the coat check because that's the kind of thing Ezra works. Uh, Arya's working a scam where she needs to get Ian's coat. So she just tells Ezra that, that her, it's her dad's coat. Um, and there's keys in that she needs to get. First of all, Ezra should be really freaking out. Cause again, this is a dance where both Arya's parents are mm-hmm. at. Ezra is, is very calm during this whole episode. He never has that like, Oh shit. Like, uh, I'm going to prison look on his face once, you know? Uh, maybe because of Meg Manning. Maybe he's just like, he's like, I've got the perfect cover right now, you know? Yeah, maybe for the first time in this entire relationship with Arya, he feels mm-hmm. comfortable. But anyway, so they've just had this moment, I think, with the the stuffed animal between the legs mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Arya gets the keys, she walks off, and it's an incredibly awkward moment, you know. So there's no way that they could be keeping this a secret from from Simone. But Ezra like does that where he just leans and just like his eyes are all up in Arya's ass as she walks <laughs> away. It's not even like it's it's beyond. Well, late. he can. He can get away with it because Simone's staring after Arya too, yeah. you know, because she's like I- interesting, you know. Yeah. And then Arya, of course, walks straight over to Spencer and hands the keys off. I always wonder, like, did they see that? You know. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then Arya's having a talk with Ella, and Ella, Ella's all on board with the Simone and Ezra. Or, or Arya's just like, well, I think she's making a fool of herself. Oh God, I love that line. <laughs> and Ella's like, really? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I get it. You're jealous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Ella gets it. Yeah. And so uh, she has to give Arya the talk about, you know, it's hard for single girls to meet guys and you'll understand one day, which don't you dare tell Arya she'll understand one day. That's when she goes nuclear. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny too, is that, she, that Ella makes mention that you have to respect Simone. She's going after what she wants. Mm-hmm. And some guys like that. And Arya's just like, Rrr. well, and she's also basically acknowledges like, oh, you have a crush on your teacher. That's cute. You know, it's like, it's like she basically knows now that Arya's into fits, but she's, she's not even considering it a possibility that they would be dating, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which probably which, just annoys her even more. <laughs> which now, nowadays, I mean, how can you not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Um, if I was, if I had a teenage daughter and like a teacher gave her an A, I'd assume that he's trying to sleep with her. Um, yeah. So then Byron and Ella have a slow dance. Byron's basically trying to, to you know, get yeah, back together. Byron. Like, oh, we should, we should all go out for dinner together. And Ella's like, or you could do it without me there. You know, <laughs> like she's and basically like, let's not, uh, let's not confuse things right now. Well, you're, get, you're getting a dance. Shut up. You know. There's a great little ridiculous metaphorical line there where he's like it's just a pizza ella and she says yeah but it comes with a lot of toppings yeah oh god but really this whole episode to me it's just about Aryan like mm-hmm. about to flip out on simone well it, it cuts to Aryan and spencer they're they're conspiring while they're dancing they're doing this hilarious fake dancing and they're both kind of like swaying back and forth like kind of dancing as they talk to each other about like stealing and shit and all that you know like yeah. i just like just watching them dance is funny like i hope that scene took hours to film yeah and aria is just like like that's it i can't take it anymore like i'm going in and spencer's mm-hmm. just like no you're not no you're not stop 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 and aria's just like let go of me it's on you know Aria, she's, like, goes over with that kind of locomotion speed. Like, she's about to slap Simone. She stops over there just as, uh, like, some, you know, hilarious anecdotes finishing up between Ezra and Simone. And she says, we need to talk! <laughs> <laughs> and they're both like, uh... And then Spencer, because she's awesome, sets forward and is just like, dance with me, Mr. Fitz, and, like, runs off with them before Arya yeah. can do anything. Yeah. Oh, now Arya has, like, a new thing to be mm-hmm. infuriated about. And then Simone, like, does this, she just kind of slides up next to Arya as they're both watching mm-hmm. uh, uh, Spencer and Fitz on the dance floor. And <laughs> Simone twists the knife with this jokey, wow, someone's crushing on their English teacher, which is like, you well, she kind of, she kind of looks over at Arya, like, she knows exactly what she's talking about, you know. Arya reminds me of, like, a more animated Mrs. White from Clue, just the yeah. flames. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and her, she has total crazy eyes through this whole episode. Like, every time anything happens with Simone or Ezra, like, her eyes get even more insane. Which is wonderful because Lucy Hale already has, like, anime character eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're just getting bigger. <sighs> yeah, so. <laughs> we need to talk! <laughs> <laughs> so, after Spencer's incredibly dorky dance is done with, with Ezra. Uh, now Arya has to like go like lose her shit on Spencer for a moment. Well, did which... you catch uh, the expression on Spencer's face when she finishes dancing with the Fitz? Oh no! What was it? She's like she's smiling and walks away, and like as soon as she's turned away from Fitz, she like rolls her eyes and sneers. You know. <laughs> oh, Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. So Spencer has to has to counsel Arya on the art of calming the fuck down. <laughs> five more seconds, and you would have ended up on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, you know, this is kind of kind of funny. Um, I meant to write in my notes here that Arya has a little meltdown about Simone in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I accidentally wrote that A has a little meltdown <laughs> about Simone in the parking lot. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, she uh, she Arya finds Ezra in the parking lot and just kind of goes insane and tells him how jealous and crazy she is, and Ezra's just into it. Uh, Arya's such a teenager. Like yeah. she, she needs constant proclamations of love from Ezra. Like it's like every time Ezra has to be like, you understand, 
I love you. And then she's like, she like does that half smile, like, haha, got what well, I wanted, you know? This is so, it's, it's hilarious though, because she, she starts off with the, like, why aren't you in her, Ezra? Like, she's your age. You can go out with her. You sure as shit don't have to, like, make her. <laughs> she's a better writer than me. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to count to 50 before you follow her out. Um, and he, he does her, like, well, I'm already in love with you, blah, 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 blah. And he does a thing where he's about to, like, you know, damn the torpedoes. I don't care what anyone thinks. He's about to kiss her. And then he hears, like, the sound of people nearby the dance. So he has to pull back. And it's a moment where you're really reminded of the viewer, or you should be, I hope. Sorry, shippers and OTP people, of, like, how doomed and tragic and fucked up this relationship is. But you can't stop the proud smirk on Arya's face. Mm hmm. She is like she's happy as a fucking clam. There. She's once again reasserted her dominance in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. Meg Manning can get the fuck out of town, as far as Arya is concerned. Exactly. <laughs> and, the, and the there's like there's like a recurring thing because it's high school about who's going to take who home. Of course, just meaning get them a ride because mm-hmm. they're high school students. And she's like, why don't you take Simone home to New York? <laughs> She's like uh, a perfect jealous girlfriend, you know? Yeah, yeah. All four Ezra is remarkably cool about the whole thing, too. You know, like, you would think at this point he would be freaking out, like, oh, my God. Not only am I involved with a high school student, but she's insane. You know? Yeah, yeah. He, he, His spidey sense should really be tingling here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think, because Ezra, you know, is not like a perfectly well-put-together guy. No, he's obviously, insane as well. Yeah. Obviously, because he's dating Arya. Mm-hmm. He's thinking to himself... For the first time in this goddamn relationship, I have hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> so that's Arya. Yeah. Arya was so so much fun in this episode, and it's it. There's so much like discomfort over like she's trying to assert herself, and the adults are kind of pushing her down, and like you know, like making jokes about her sexuality. You know, like yeah, yeah it's an interesting power struggle. And just yeah, reminding her that she's, you know, the exact age that she is. Which just again, you do not fucking tell Arya Montgomery that she will understand one day. You do mm-hmm. not do that ever. Uh and then there's Hannah. Yeah, Hannah. Um what's Hannah up to in this episode? Uh so to start the girls are catching up with uh the Maya situation, and Maya's been sent away to some kind of pseudo religious uh, rehab mm-hmm. clinic thing in the middle of the woods somewhere. And Hannah makes a joke. It basically equates to, you know, building a log cabin is one thing, but building character, yuck. <laughs> Gross. And then we meet Caleb. Well, before we meet Caleb, I just want to point out that uh, as they're setting up for the dance, Sean comes up and he says, There's a problem. Like, uh, did you order six Baracks and no Michelles? Like, that these cutouts of Barack Obama. It's such a weird thing. Like, I've always wondered why that line is in there, you know? Hmm. And so Hannah, like, has to go yell at, uh, like, I don't know, whoever the person is who, like, party supply company or whatever. Uh, and then it's later the on. Barack she, Obama cutout store. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I wonder if I can get that guy fired. And then she's like, I wonder how much he makes an hour. Cause, like, suddenly she wants his job because she's poor now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> such a fascinating like she goes very quickly from like contemplating getting someone fired to like hmm what if I could then take their job I I absolutely love the way Hannah thinks sometimes yeah oh. but then uh, yeah enter Caleb the cyber wolf as uh, he is described in the television without pity recaps which I I can't think of a more perfect description of Caleb as, than cyber wolf 
the way they introduce Caleb is he's he's doing that thing where like he's leaning against a wall with like one foot up on the wall, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's he's like looking around shifty like like if you've ever been to like a shitty store like a Walmart, <laughs> this is what drug dealers look like. They do yeah, that thing where they're yeah, like, yeah. patting their pocket and just like looking around. He's basically like a technology drug dealer. <laughs> uh Hannah says uh that Sean like paid him twenty bucks and he hooked Sean up with some new apps and more memory or something on his phone. New apps and more memory. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that means. Definitely, exactly. they can only mean hard drive space. They sure as fuck don't mean RAM on a cell phone. Um, but I mean, new apps <laughs> for like, twenty bucks. Like I feel like like that's like the easiest thing in the world for Caleb to do. Probably too. You know, I, I mean, like I know put a new SD card in and like download some torrented apps or something. I, whatever. Joe Bricka's phone, I guess, is what they're trying to say. But yeah. like, I know we're going to get to Emily in a minute. But so Caleb becomes important because Emily can't get through to Maya at this at this Because her, her phone only accepts like certain numbers or something like that. And so so the cyber wolf here, Caleb, he's some sort of like smartphone hacker who can like make shit happen phone wise. So he's going to like fix her phone up. It's like the most ridiculous like way yeah. to introduce a character. <laughs> What I love how like they're like, oh, he's sketchy, you know. It's like yeah. it's just some dude with kind of like, like uh, not quite shoulder length hair, you know, like yeah, just hanging out, looking shifty. Like guy will come up and talk to him, and then they're, like both walk in opposite directions, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, like they're wearing like like faded jeans and like a coat looks like came from like an army yeah. supply store. Well, my my feeling on Caleb is like you know this guy's actually cool because they set him up to be a scumbag, you know, which. Every other male on the show, like, is looks nice, but then turns out to be a piece of shit. So, like, I feel yeah, like yeah. Caleb's the opposite here, you know? He's the yeah. diamond in the rough. Uh, so, yeah, so Hannah's, Hannah's horny for cash. Uh, she wants to maybe get a job at, like, uh, Sean's mom's, like, Dennis shop again. <laughs> He's like, why don't you think about somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so, she... Goes to apply at a, some kind of clothing store. Some, like, which, boutique shop, yeah. Yeah, they won't take her because her mom still owes money there. For some reason, when uh, when that comes out that her mom still owes a lot of money in the store, the first thing I thought, thought of was, uh, owes money all over town. <laughs> <laughs> Including a known pornographers. And that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Cocker thousand dollars. I guess, yeah, at this, at this store... This is finally a situation that Ashley can't fuck her way out of. Yeah. Um, She's like, give me time. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. As, as, as Hannah's in the store, you get to see daylight shining through. As she leaves, it's a storefront. This is not the mall. Mm-hmm. Like, do we ever see the Rosewood Mall ever again? I don't think so. Uh, we might at some point. I can't remember. Yeah, but this, this is like, like this is like a boutique shop on like you know the only street of Rosewood we always see. Yeah, the only street that the entire like yeah. town possesses. Well, the like show this, the show's filmed on the back lot at Warner Brothers. So yeah, I like, mean, but the dimensions of this town are mm-hmm. changing constantly. I always love the uh, the long exterior shots of the town. Those yeah. always fascinate me as I try to pick out exactly what's happening there. <laughs> so. Uh, Hannah's still keeping her, her mom's porn as a secret, and she gets a text from A that A might have a job for her. Yeah, A's got a job for Hannah. And that job, when uh, Hannah gets to the dance, is that she needs to start dancing with Lucas. 200 bucks for every dance. Yeah. 
Oh, we should point out during the uh, the bit where she Hannah's checking her coat with uh, Spencer. Spencer's like, "Your purse is sloshing," and Hannah's like, "Yeah, that's my flask." Punch doesn't have enough punch. The return of the flask. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah has a brief scene of the new bad boy Caleb. She gets a little snappy with him, uh, and the the immortal exchange. Oh. Do you want to? Which one? Like Caleb, I, I just had to say, Caleb is completely 100% awesome in this episode. Everything he says is amazing. The, the, well, I would disagree only with the thing he says to Spencer later, but, uh, this exchange where, where he's, he's putting Hannah in her place and she says, says, look, you don't know the first thing about me. Well, no, before that, before that, she's like complaining that he's charging, uh, Emily extra to like, you know, hack her cell phone. Right. And he looks at her and says, if you gave it away for free, nobody would have won it. As he kind of like looks her up and down. Yeah. <laughs> and then later she's like, well, you don't know anything the first thing about me. And he says, no, you don't know the first thing about you. Mm. And like walks off. Hannah makes this like adorably defiant face whenever she's been put in her place. Mm-hmm. Like whenever there's no comeback. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you, how do you make a comeback to that? Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, but so yeah, A is a job for Hannah as a heartbreaker. Two hundred dollars <laughs> at stars for stars for each dance with Lucas. It's it's such perfect torture, not only for Hannah because she's A's making F- Hannah just feel like shit doing this, but like it's also torture on Lucas just because like there's no way, even though like he knows the score, there's no way you can't kind of at the same time like get hopeful about that, you know. Well, and and on top of it, though, it leads to the dissolution of Hannah's relationship. Yeah, this basically uh, destroys Hannah's relationship with Sean. She it, tries to explain to Sean that she's just going to have like a dance or two of Lucas because she feels bad for him. And, you know, Sean is like, what the fuck? Well, and then she and, keeps on saying, like, oh, just one more dance. Like, you know, like, he's only now getting into it. Like, she keeps on having to, like, make up new excuses to dance with Lucas some more. And sh- finally, Sean's just like, fuck this. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, at first she was like, you know, um, uh, you know, Lucas is basically me like 40 pounds ago. And, you know, you treated me nice back then. I'm trying to do the same thing. And Mm. he's like, well, she was sweet when she was a big girl. But he proclaims that Lucas is looking to get bitch slapped every time he opens his mouth. Which is fair. fair. That's fair. Yeah. 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 So, yes. Continuing from last week's episode, this is just the ultimate torture. Mm hmm. Um, and Hannah's gay boyfriend is getting very frustrated with her antics. So well, he's uh, like, you already, you know, you, you ditched me at homecoming and now this, like, I can't take this anymore. And yeah, and then A's texting Hannah and being like, hey, how'd you like a raise? 500 to dance now, you know? Yeah, yeah. So Hannah does a few more dances with Lucas. Um, Emily then gives her some shit about what she's doing. Yeah, Emily stole Hannah's flask and got wasted. And then, like, she does that, like, uh, I'm the drunk truth teller thing, where she starts calling everyone out. Yeah. And she basically calls out Hannah for messing with Lucas, and she says that, that Allison did the same thing to her. Uh, and, and Hannah's just like, well, I, I feel awful, you know. Emily's like, I don't care, I'm drunk. And yeah. She meanders off. And then A texts Hannah again to raise the stakes. $1,000 for one more dance. Yeah. And Sean, this is where Sean draws a line. He's like, you're going to dance with him. You're going to leave with him. And we're done. And she's just like, she basically does it. Like she, she ends her relationship with Sean to dance for a thousand dollars. And, and Sean is like, that car broke more than your legs. <laughs> Dick line. 
Uh, he's got a point, but dick line. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, at the end of the episode, Lucas wants to get Hannah a ride home. And then she has to, like, shut Lucas down again. It's uh, bad timing. Yeah, well, bad timing, Lucas. Like, because he's basically like, I hear you and Sean just broke up. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta give some time to that, you know? Like, Lucas, this is your move. You just be the nice guy and you maybe work on, like, not dressing like a complete dork, you know? Well, yeah, so and Hannah turns to leave to go off with Spencer and Emily at, at the end of the night. And, like, Lucas does this thing where he just kind of, like, looks up at the sky, like, what's going on here? I don't get it. Um. So, yeah, then, like, Hannah checks her pocket, and all of the money is now in her pocket. Magically, yes. Like, they're not doing nearly enough to, like, like determine, like, who at their school could be a suspect to really be A. Well, Ian was at the dance. You had Ezra there. Uh, well, they don't think Lucas Ian is, was there. You they know. don't think that Ian is a because you know why would he even make them aware of this video? Yeah. But my point is that they're not like there's not like a board in Spencer's living room with like pictures of suspects, mm-hmm. you know, and facts about them. I like, feel like if there was, A would just start messing with that board. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the girls aren't even like concerned. It's not even Spencer. I mean, partly it's because, you know, Hannah is a little bit self-centered. Well, I think also they, um, they move, they just like pick a suspect and like, that's who they assume is A until, uh, it doesn't hold up anymore. Well, yeah, for three episodes, it could be nobody else but this person and don't you dare tell Spencer Hastings otherwise. Mm -hmm. You don't tell Spencer Hastings that she will understand someday. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so Hannah stops Emily from drunk dialing Maya later. And uh, proceeds to confess to her that she was she was right that she was acting like Allison but worse than Allison, and then she and, looks down and, and Emily's and asleep. Emily's asleep. So yeah. this confession has meant nothing. Yes. So let's talk about Emily. Her her storyline. There's not a ton going on here. Basically, uh, sorry. Well, yeah. So the the phone thing of Caleb. This is my favorite caleb line is emily tracks caleb through town on that single street girl <laughs> who possesses well, let's, let's just give the setup here that maya's gone away to uh like lesbian camp or whatever mm-hmm. uh she wants to get a hold of maya but the, they won't let her talk to her and so that's where caleb comes in he's gonna hack the phone to set it up and so hannah like takes emily's phone and gives it to caleb i guess so even though we don't see yeah. that scene and yeah. then later on emily finds caleb on the street and she's like hey you got my phone yeah and in true like like drug dealer fashion like you can't have caleb cash in public what the hell are you doing you don't have any cash in public yeah um so she wants her phone she doesn't understand why it's not not finished yet um she wants to call she's like frothing at the mouth to call maya and so he's just like hey it takes time and she says what if i give you another 40 dollars? will that make it happen faster to which caleb replies with let me put it this way yes Well, I love she's like, she's like, he told me you'd have this uh, today. And he's like, no, I said I'd make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how then Caleb, he follows it up with like, where is she? Rehab? <laughs> like, like yeah. just guessing. And she's like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says that rehab is a new boarding school in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of putting the, trying to put the moves on Emily a little bit. Well, no, see, this is how I read this, because he's like, she's like, uh, you know, I don't know anything about you, and he's like, I'll tell you my life story for another 40 bucks, 
And she's like, fuck yourself. And he's like, hey, why don't you just buy me a chili dog and I'll tell you everything you want to know. Like, I feel like really he just wants food. You know, yeah. like he's food in food in like uh, somebody to talk to, like a friend. You know, maybe, maybe. I, yeah. well, I think I think because he's the bad boy. I think my reading is that he's flirting with anything that moves. And to be fair, all of the women he he interacts with in this episode are all drop dead gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So it's it's but Caleb is like a, a stylish kind of poor, which Tennis yeah. Pro did not possess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good kind of poor. Yeah. And he he's he not, has he has marketable skills to the group like being a cyber wolf you know yeah yeah and he he wants money he's not like throwing his pornus back in their face mm-hmm. um yeah so Emily she finally gets her phone from Caleb and calls Maya and Maya apparently just kind of gives her the brush off yeah like oh it's so nice to talk to you like you don't really hear the conversation you just see the she end. sounds like she's like medicated or or something like, like she's lobotomized her yeah. Um, uh, this is the thing. Both Spencer and Emily have this thing whenever they kind of interact with Ian, where they instantly like flash to a a, a moment from the video of like the hand yeah. grabbing the dirt. Like that's how they remind themselves that Ian is evil. They both only these two do that though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm gonna point out that in this deal, Emily's got some new ringtones now. Yeah, she's got some new ringtones. <laughs> Caleb's like, uh, you know, FYI, I hooked you up some extra ringtones without even being asked for it. <laughs> and so, oh, he's the good drug dealer. Yeah. I forgot. Emily gets a brush off from Maya. Spence shows up to talk to her about it because they're doppelgangers, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, Ma- Emily's like, well, maybe she's just moved on. Now you can go just- get drunk now. Just a brief Spencer moment too. Spencer, like she, she, all the girls do the thing because of the framing on the show, where they're walking behind the person, whoever the person is having the the issue. Mm-hmm. They're facing the camera. The other person's walking behind them, and somehow magically is able to look at the back of their head and see that they're having a problem. So they, these are these are you know women folk. They they understand each other just telepathically. Yeah, they are, they are empathic broads. But mm-hmm. yeah, so. Spencer comes up and does the fakest, like, is that about Maya? <laughs> yeah. And Emily's like, fuck this, I'm getting drunk. Yeah, Maya is a little too sensitive about Maya. Yeah, I mean, come on. Maya's horrible, Emily, get over her. Well, she's horrible, but, like, what do you expect from mm-hmm. Maya? She's in camp, like, lesbian. Like, what do you expect from her? But yeah, Emily's feeling self-destructive, so she goes and... uh liberates hannah's flask from her purse i like that emily or not emily hannah checked her purse with the flask in it like i would feel nervous about doing that but maybe they don't have zero tolerance laws at this high school like they would at others like i think most high schools now like if like you get like drunk at school you like expelled immediately or something you know right right well it's it's like they're kind of showing how hannah's reformed since Mm -hmm. the beginning of the season that she she has the flask but she She doesn't drink it yeah yeah um, so Emily, she gets hammered and then she morphs into like drunk truth teller, you know, where, uh, the girls notice and they're like, we got to get you out of here. And she's staring at Ian talking about how like he's a murderer and he should be the one in jail. And instead it's like Toby's the one who has to wear a bracelet and she's getting more and more pissed off. And finally she just gets over there, walks up to Ian and she's just like, we know what you did. Yeah. And Ian's well, just the- like, what the fuck? The worst line and worst line reading of the episode is, he's not a chaperone. He's a killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so this kind of puts Spencer in an awkward spot because well, we'll get yeah, to that. we'll get but, to that. One so funny thing when when Emily's they they, they they're like we got to get this bitch out of here, so they take her outside, and Emily says, drunk. "Was that tree always here?" Like I feel like that's like a joke. Like an inside joke or like something about the set, like they had to add a tree or something because it's such a random line. Well, Emily is a belligerent drunk. At one yeah. point, she's trying to help, like, especially trying to help her get into the car. And in, like, the scene is really about <laughs> Hannah talking with Lucas, but you just hear in the background, I can open my own goddamn door, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a different side to Emily that you haven't seen in the yeah. preceding, like, uh, 13 episodes. Yeah. Basically, Emily. They take her home to Spencer's house. Hannah tucks her into bed, and Emily seemingly sleeps it off. Yeah, yeah. They don't give her water though. They, no, they do earlier in the scene. Ari gets some for her. Yeah. Okay. Was Ari even there? Ari yeah, even there? yeah. For before she goes off to tell Ian off, uh, Arya's there, and she grabs some water. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Spencer says, "Get her some caffeinated water." That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about Spencer. Good. Yeah. Spencer's outfit at the start of the episode i think it's the hair more than anything else um, she's dressed like a swedish business casual dominatrix yeah she's she's got like the braids thing that then wrap up around her head um almost a princess leia look but not quite like a tie and like a vest and a weird yeah. coat. she looks pretty severe <laughs> it's yeah it's it's i mean uh as re- ridiculous as aria's outfit is it's at least playful mm-hmm. like yeah like spencer's should really come with like a riding crop <laughs> yeah really but yeah spencer's whole plot line in this is that she's gotten this video of ian that they want to take to the cops like they're willing to go to the cops with this now because it's uh as emily points out this will like liberate toby you know because obviously this is which so- kind of kind of upset spencer a little bit yeah she doesn't want any of her potential suspects getting off. Yeah, she's got her own motives. Uh, yeah. But it'll liberate Toby. It's like the cops need to see this. We can't, you know. A and A gave it to them, so seemingly like they're not under any uh, gag order from A on this, you know. Right. Um, not like other stuff where like they can't go to the cops because A will like squeal about like Ashley stealing money or something like that, you know. Right. Right. Um, and so, and they're like, well, that Ian can't be A then because why would? Why would he give them that video? You know, yeah. Uh, and and well, they they they're determined to go that night, and then they decide that they're all going to go on their lunch break the following yeah. day at school, which I think is probably would negotiate by Spencer because Spencer really doesn't want to go to the cops. Yeah, she doesn't want to go to the cops yet. She's not convinced, and like she she wants to do more investigation of Ian. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, uh, the next day at school. Uh, through like a weird thing where it's like Hannah's on her laptop at lunch and she sees that, that Spencer's laptop is online, like her playlist is online and that can't be possible if the laptop is in Spencer's bag. And so Spencer opens her bag and nope, that's a yearbook there instead. And right. so suddenly seemingly like, uh, somebody has snatched her laptop out of her bag. And the only time Spencer didn't have her bag was in gym class. And who would have keys to the lockers in the gym? The coach ian dun 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 well yeah it's it's uh it's emily who makes that leap mm-hmm. the only person who has the key well, I, I assume the whole time that a has a laptop that's that's my theory on this that well a, a showed them the video and then took it away to just to fuck with him that's that's how i read this i had a secondary theory that's only 
disproved by one moment later mm. on. Um, my secondary theory for most of the episode was that Spencer never had her laptop in her bag. That's like possible always, as well. She yeah. always had a yearbook because she didn't want to go. Oh, yeah. I could see that. She's, uh, because they find it later just like under some magazines on her, like, like, you know, coffee yeah. table. But as, as has been hypothesized, she is the killer. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, so, you know, Spencer gets home from school and Ian even makes sandwiches in a sinister fashion. Yeah. That is a, a sinister sandwich of like domestic creepiness. Yeah. And he, of course, he's like, oh, you want half of this? You know? Yeah. And like, I love Spencer that she absolutely cannot hide her discomfort, you know, and and like she's willing to address it, and, you know, and he's just like, look, Spence, we need to talk. I don't know what you and your pals are up to, you know. Mm-hmm. This is prior to Emily mm-hmm. confronting him. Um, well, it's a creepy scene. He he happens to have like a knife in his hand or nearby through the whole scene because he's cutting up the sandwich. He calls him you and your pals, which is just condescending, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, well, why don't you go check in the barn? See if your laptop is in there. Which to me is like totally like, it's like at that point, that's like the last thing Spencer will ever do, you know? Yeah. Well, because why the fuck would it be in the barn? Yeah. And started. yeah, it's just like super suspicious that he would even offer that. Um, but he makes mention that he's going to be chaperoning, be one of the chaperones because Melissa's going to be in Philadelphia with some of her college buddies. And that's not really his scene. I'm more comfortable here, he says, or at least I used to be. Some people in this town, they don't want to forget who you were or something like that. Well, he's like, he's being condescending, but he's also kind of flirting with her a little bit. And that's when Spencer flashes back to the video of Alice's mm-hmm. hand grabbing at the dirt. Well, and then she's like, who are we talking about right now? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, look, Spence, we're family now. We need to move past this. And there is as fucking creepy as Ian is. You can kind of see it from his perspective of like, you know, he has this guilt because he made out with his sister's little sister or his, his wife's little sister back in the day. And he's trying to like, he, he wants everything to be cool and new now. And like the sister is just like absolutely not letting it drop, you know, like, yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's his perspective right now. Um, well, and, and I think there's a recurring theme on this show, uh, going back to the sandwich that, uh, every time there's a villain on mm-hmm. this show, they basically make an overture to Spencer to join them <laughs> or, or to say that, you know, we're the same. Mm-hmm. We're half, we're half of something. Um, cause I, it seems like there's a thing where there's a metaphorical choice with Spencer. Cause when he leaves the room, he doesn't, he offers her half a sandwich. She doesn't say anything. He eventually leaves. He just leaves that half a sandwich on the plate. Yeah. Yeah. Just leaves that choice open to her. And she stares at a moment like maybe she's considering eating it. <laughs> which we'll see that sandwich again. But yeah, Ian's a little too a little too at home in the Hastings household. He has made himself one hundred percent at home in that house. But uh yeah, so then we're at the dance and at one point, like Spencer with her friends, Ian like he looks over, he doesn't really wave, he does that thing where he just kinda of points at his head and like points at her. It's like a salute. Yeah. Yeah, like a little salute thing. And Spencer looks like she's about to vomit. <laughs> she <just laughs> sneers and turns away. <laughs> Which I like to think about that from Ian's perspective. He's just like, fine, cunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a bitch. After I made her half a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then. So they're going to get the keys. Like She sees that uh, his keys are in his coat. And so they're going to go get the keys from his coat to break into his office to 
open up his desk because they think the laptop is in there. And Caleb spies her through the window. Yeah, so all that goes down. Spencer's not able to get the desk open, and Caleb's watching her through the window. I like that he offers to pick a lock for Spencer. Yeah, he has an interesting interaction with Spencer. Mm-hmm. Um, see, this is my problem. My only one problem with Caleb in this episode. He has kind of this like simplistically jaded view on the women of high school. <laughs> this whole line about like smart girls steal, good girls lie, like that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or it's like, the smart girls act dumb, the popular girls steal. Yeah. Um, and Spencer's like, how much is it going to cost for you to forget this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spencer's in on. She gets Caleb right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Spencer and Ezra are dancing, as we discussed. Arya. Oh, oh, yeah. First, she, she dances with Arya as they, like, conspire and catch up. And then she has to stop Arya from, uh, ending up on YouTube by stealing the Fitz away to dance with. Gift worthy. Yeah. And Uh, Fitz is just like, all right. (laughs) He's like, this is, this, this is what hand cost me. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, uh, Emily confronts Ian and uh, tells him that she knows what she did. And Hannah, like, takes uh, Emily off. And, like, as Spencer goes to follow them, like, Ian just kind of very quickly, casually, like, like captures Spencer. By Grabs the arm. her arm. Yeah. And she's and, like, hey, let's dance. We need yeah. to talk. Yeah. And asks her what Emily's talking about. So Spencer's and- smart here. She covers by saying that Emily knows about Spencer and Ian. Yeah. And Ian's like, well, you know, why don't we go ahead and make sure that stays a secret? Because that could, uh, you know, hurt a lot of people. Or, you know, he says, if not, somebody could get hurt. And he mm-hmm. does the thing where like, he like, like leans in closer to whisper that in her ear. Yeah, he's like super threatening. Yeah, but it's like it's like he really could be just referring to like her sister, like finding mm-hmm. out getting her heartbroken again. But he says it in the most homicidal way <laughs> possible. But it is smart of Spencer to cover like that. Like she's got a light. She's got something she can burn. You know, that's yeah. the best lie, the one that makes you uh, look bad. Yeah. So then Spencer and Hannah take Emily back to her place for the night. And we find that Spencer had saran wrap the sandwich and saved it. But In she the throws fridge. it away. Yeah. She opens the fridge and throws it away. Yeah. But she had saved that sandwich. She didn't throw it away before. Mm-hmm. Um, then they find Spencer's laptop there in the living room uh, under some magazines. And the video's gone. The trash is empty. Yeah, and but, and it is like a little bit of gaslighting going on. Like, was was that laptop there the whole time? Were you just being nuts, Spencer? Or you know, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you um, sure he looked here? But there's a, there is something on the laptop in the video's place. Yeah, it's a picture of Allison, seemingly the night she died, wearing that same yellow top. She's walking. Uh, it's like out in the yard, like where the barn is. She's like walking on the grass. And behind her, there's like a shadow because of the way the light is coming in, the the shadows are coming now, like uh, right to left on the picture. And so Allison's walking to the left and then there's a shadow. You know, you don't see the person who's casting the shadow. You just see the shadow coming in because there's somebody behind Allison out of right. frame. And uh, the caption from A is, watch your backs. I didn't. And I, I think I, it's me, Hannah. Think, Hannah's like, who do you think that is? And Spencer just looks terrified and haunted. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I'm sorry, Hannah. I, I'll, I'll go dust for shadows. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to point out, when I first saw this, I was very hard on my Spencer as a killer. 
uh, theory. And so I immediately thought that that was Spencer casting the shadow, mm. Mm. which if if you go with that reading, it's an interesting reaction Spencer has. And she looks shocked and maybe guilty. But it would also explain, I think, her potential, uh, as you said, gaslighting about the video, because on one hand, the video does make Ian look obviously very guilty, but it could also lead to something that could reveal her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so, but my, my take is that this is after the content of the video. It's, it's the Allison. Could be, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, well, I, I mean, th- if, uh, seemingly Spencer was like kind of dating Ian at this time. So, or something, she, yeah. So she has some kind of motive now. Like, she never got along with Allison. And if she found out that Allison was like seeing her guy on the side. Yeah. I've all suspected that she's the one who killed Allison. That would be juicy. Um, Spencer's the killer. Arya's A. So then we have the A tag, which is just, it's back at the dance, which is wrapping up. Uh, everyone's picking up their coats. And someone comes up to the coat check and gives their card to Ella. Presumably it's A. Mm-hmm. who hands this person back a leather jacket and gloves and says, I hope you had a good time. And, I, and it's kind of shot like POV of mm-hmm. this person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, POV of a, A's uniform of like the dark jacket and gloves. <laughs> yeah. So seemingly Ella's, you know, looked into the face of a, and again, like I said, there's just not nearly enough being done to be like, okay, guys, well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know that uh, that Ella had like seen a. You know, no, they wouldn't. But I mean, like, like once that money ends up in Hannah's like like jacket, like obviously these characters are are really wrapped up in their own personal stories and their lives mm-hmm. and what have you. But like, this is a good opportunity to be like, well, obviously it had to be somebody that we go to school with. Perhaps, yeah. I mean, her her jacket was checked, right? So, eh. Still, I mean, like, like I, I guess. I mean, you figure A is, can seemingly volunteer at the school. I've always assumed that A is a girl. You know, she A, a seems to act like a girl. Like, I don't think a guy would have made Hannah do that thing with the cupcakes. Um, I don't know. And so it's probably one of their classmates or a teacher, perhaps. Well, I know? said somebody they go to school with, mm-hmm. somebody who has access, or to one of the parents. Some of my favorite theories are that either Ashley or Ella is A. I was like those. I, I I don't necessarily like the Ashley or Ella or A, but they could be the killer. Oh, yeah, I like those two, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, again, I think I think we and... They did mention it two episodes ago, so it's not like it's a crazy theory that A could be separate from Allison's killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, two different people. Um, because even in that little dream sequence, you know, Allison says that that bitch A is really getting on my nerves. Doesn't really connect that A is her killer. Mm-hmm. So it, the show becomes more complicated. There's a lot of like different forces at play here. Yeah. Well, as I said at the beginning, this was one of my favorite episodes of the show. Um, the Arya and Spencer stuff is just top notch, and then like it's the introdu- introduction of Caleb, who we'll just say is, is around in the future. You know. Um, Good stuff all around. Only Emily's storyline's a little boring, but at least she gets to get up in uh, Ian's face. I just watch it for Arya's fashion now. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what Hannah does to Lucas is pretty messed up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. 
Yeah. A A particularly has found that ultimate way to like turn Hannah out. Well, A has like some serious leverage on Hannah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Arya, although she never uses it because Arya is A. Yeah. Yeah. A never does anything to really turn the screws with Arya. She hasn't yet. Except for saving Arya's relationship. Yeah. <laughs> she do that. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps up for this week's episode. Let me just take a quick look, see if we're missing any fun stuff. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, next week's episode is If at First You Don't Succeed, Lie, Lie Again. So we will talk about that next time. Yes. Until then. Bye-bye. Thank you.